The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. This is Eduardo Soto Falcón, writer-director on That's Ashes, which is about a man that wakes up in a strange motel room, unable to remember how he got there or what happened to the urn with his dad's ashes. As this man tries to unravel the mystery, we listen to his every thought, unfiltered and uncensored, in a standalone neo-noir play somewhat reminiscent of the Twilight Zone. Thank you for listening. Pilgrim Falcon Productions presents That's Ashes An original audio drama I never heard of a man fainting, but fuck me, I fainted today. My legs crumbled and a blinding white light flash knocked me out. At the cemetery of all fucking places. My head still spins. My ears buzz like I got a wasp inside. Like a tequila hangover. But I didn't have anything to drink. Not yet, anyway. And who in hell decorated this shitty room? So much tackiness gives me nausea. Fuck! My legs are numb, but I better get moving. I wouldn't want to get caught dead in this horrendous motel room. Even the mirror gives me a shittier-than-usual reflection. I guess the caretakers brought me to this shithole after I passed out. Those jerks are not fit to deal with the living. My shoes are still on, killing me. At least they didn't dump me in Dad's grave and shovel dirt on me. They were exhuming Dad's remains so I could finally cremate him. The poor bastard was too obese to fit in the crematorium when he passed away five years ago. I know, I could have taken his body to another town with bigger facilities, but we hardly ever went on a holiday when I was a kid, so no way I was going on a road trip with his fat-ass corpse. I buried him as is and waited for nature to slim him off, and nobody else in the family gave a fuck about any of it. All on good old me. My brother always ignored the old man, telling people that his father was dead. My sister would come to Dad's place and say that everything was wrong and try to organize it her way. Then she would leave, and we wouldn't hear from her or her bank for months. I was so pissed off. More at the situation than at them. I knew this man had been a lousy father and a worse husband, but still was a human being, and, like it or not, half of our genes came from him. I couldn't just leave him to his own luck. He'd become a hobo, living under a bridge, eating rat stew for supper. Not even a silly phone book. Damn, my watch stopped, perhaps hours ago. Not so perpetual after all, but I still hear the ticking in my head. Need an aspirin so fucking bad. But above all, I need Dad's ashes and my car keys so I can get the fuck out of here. Where's my shit? My wallet is gone, too. That explains why those jerks didn't take me to a hospital. I should call the cops or my wife, but there's no phone in this crummy room and I left my cell in the car. <gasps> Finally, something. 
I haven't seen a hard shell suitcase in years. My parents owned something like this when I was a kid. Nowadays, only hipster fuckers or old geezers use this crap. Oh well, I'll trade this for my shit and call it a day. <sighs> Mr. Newman, you ain't checking out already, are you? Listen, guy, I just want my car keys and my wallet back. And if you know where my dad's ashes are, I'll take those too. You'll blast, Mr. Newman. It's a 40 bucks if you want to check out. Didn't anyone pay for my room? No. A lady dropped by, but she didn't want to wake you. Left you this note, though. Give me that. Hun, I'm sorry for everything that happened. You know how I feel for you, but Don is a better match for me, and he did divorce his wife for real. Anyways, I'll be working at the casino until late. Drop by to say goodbye. Love, Rebecca. Who the fuck is Rebecca? This is not for me. Besides, there's no casinos in town. Hey, we're getting there. We now got the Boardwalk Casino, and that's just the beginning. This town will be just like Vegas, but with better sand. There's no sand in Wilmington. Exactly. That's why you fellas come to Atlantic City. So, are you checking out? I wouldn't blame you if you got a better deal with the pretty lady. Maybe this whole thing is a setup. Fucking scammers. I'll have to email my lawyer when I get home. Listen, guy. I don't have any money, and I gotta go. Just tell me, which way is the cemetery, huh? You're so funny, Mr. Newman. That must be why the ladies dig you. Have you looked in your bag? Perhaps your wallet's in there. <laughs> the suitcase? If you say it's mine, let's have a look. What we got here? Guy's clothes? Yeah, I knew it. Some hipster fucker. What's this? Yes, a wad of money. A thousand bucks at least. You almost brought your own chips and you were joking if we had a casino? Here's your money, guy. Take it easy, Mr. Newman. Good luck with the pretty lady. Where the fuck is this? Can't recognize this neighborhood. Even the air feels different. Kind of disgusting, but with a nice breeze, too. Okay, I need a lift. Hey! Taxi! Don't tell me. You're going to the casino. Everybody's going there today. All Saints Cemetery. I need to pick up my car. And my dad. Never heard of that place. It's on the highway, right outside Wilmington. Wilmington? I'm not allowed to leave the state, buddy. How about I take you to the bus terminal? Just... Get me out of here, huh? I recognize this view. This really is friggin' Atlantic City. I guess the best thing to do is catch a bus home, but I'm gonna look like a fool if I lost Dad. I'm still responsible for him until I scatter his ashes. Could it be that this woman Rebecca is holding his urn for ransom? They should have kidnapped the fat bastard 15 years ago, not now when he's a defenseless pile of dust. I don't know what to do, and that shitty music is pissing me off. Hey, guy. Would you mind putting something else on? I hate that old crap. Whatever, buddy. You must have some fancy stations up there in Wilmington. So, bus terminal? Yeah. I guess. I'd better ditch this suitcase. Besides, these clothes won't even fit me. But I'm keeping the cash for all this aggravation.
fuck? A loaded revolver? Must be one of those Saturday night specials. And another one. Pocket gun, a derringer. I guess I was the one who got kidnapped. My clueless captors probably were on a cigarette break or something when I woke up. Maybe I should talk to that chick after all. Hey, guy. I changed my mind. Take me to the Boardwalk Casino. I knew it! Everybody's going there today. This is as close as I can get you, buddy. Look at that crowd. Everybody's here. I don't get what all the fuss is about this place. Just another hotel with a casino sign. The people look worse than I expected with those ridiculous clothes, hats, and hairdos. Fucking Jersey. How much I owe you? What the meter says. <laughs> that thing must be broken. Keep the change. Thanks, buddy. Don't lose too much. How can I find the Rebecca chick in this pandemonium? I don't even know what she looks like. The motel creep said she was hot, but that doesn't mean anything, really. Hey, Newman. Looks like they've been fitting you well, huh? I don't know you, guy with your pimpy suit and your ridiculous sideburns. But apparently, everybody in Atlantic City knows me. I wonder if he also knows that I'm packing a Derringer in my pocket. Why so quiet? Let me guess, you're looking for Rebecca, right? Yeah. You've seen her? Rebecca? Sure thing. She's waiting for you in the private backer room. And man, does she look stunning tonight. But you better make it snappy because Don is hosting a game there in a few minutes. Here we go. I'll leave you guys to it. See ya. Hun, you came. Mm. I finally meet Rebecca, but I can't say a word because my tongue is entangled with hers. She's almost as sexy looking as everybody made her sound, but her kisses are simply out of this world. Mm. <sighs> Baby, I was so worried about you. I was worried about me, too. I know, hon. But you shouldn't do anything stupid. I love you, but we can't keep on like this. You're a big family man, full of responsibilities. What you said of leaving your wife and getting together with me, but bringing your kids along? That doesn't make any sense. I can't take care of a puppy, let alone children. You're not the dad of the year yourself. So please, forget about what we had. Because it's over. I suddenly recognized this woman. I must have been about eight when I first saw her. Dad said she was a friend of Mom's. She kept telling me how cute I was. I didn't think much of her at the time, but when she left, she kissed Dad on the lips. I thought they had just made a blunder, but they were too candid about it. Maybe that's why it stuck in my mind after all this time. But that was four decades ago, and she looks younger than me. Even though I'm about to marry Don, I wouldn't care much if you killed him. Because I know that's what you came here for. But you must think of your children. I know you'd do it and I'd run away with you, but we'd destroy those little lives. And they are more valuable than anything we may feel for each other. No matter how wonderful. Do what's best for them. 
goodbye, hon. Don't ever forget me. After all these years, I see this woman again, and now she's gone. All because of that damn Don, whoever the hell he is. Rebecca, you leave me alone in a card room with not an ace, but a derringer up my sleeve, ready to kill a man I've never met. At least I found where Dad's ashes are. Right inside me. That's Ashes is an original audio drama performed by Michael Coughlin as Newman, Cynthia Stone as Rebecca, Dan Sanderson, the concierge, Stephen Trink, the taxi driver. Original music by Alejandro Jacoman, Jessica Boland was the script supervisor, Brendan Highmore assisted with the sound recording. Location provided by Arts Build Ontario. I wrote the script, directed the production, and designed the sound. My name is Eduardo Soto Falcón. This is a Pilgrim Falcon production. Copyright 2019, www.pilgrimfalcon.com.